Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you live from the Sunshine Coast and the Kathat region, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klahoman people. I will be your host, Maureen Reed, and I am an astrologer, and I will welcome, I've got both my gals with me today. Yay. Whoops. Okay, I thought I turned the music off, and obviously I didn't. Come back here, music. Stop. <laughs> Never. You know, I think maybe once, what do you think, Jill? Once every 10 episodes, I get it right? What do you oh, think? Probably more than that, but yeah. yeah. Seems this like it's always entertaining. That's what happens when you go live, honey. <sighs> Things happen. And of course, that's that's Chiron in the tenth. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that is what we were going to be talking about today, folks. Um, a reminder that if you would like to follow along with the charts that we will be looking at later, go to cardinalastrology.ca and the radio tab, and this is episode 125. And uh, Jenna, Jenna asked us to go through the houses, but nothing can actually be taken as a singularity. But we will go through the key themes of uh, the Ascendant and then... Um, go th or, uh, through the houses and then we'll go through the signs and some keywords for that and then we'll go through the planets because if Chiron isn't either on an angle or aspecting uh, one of the seven major planets, visible planets, then um, it's, it's never going to be a deaf note in a chart, but it's not going to be the driving force. Um, and uh, But if it is on an angle or conjunct a personal planet like the moon or the sun or Venus... Yeah, you're going to know about your Chiron. <laughs> Might not necessarily like it, but you'll know about it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so um, through the houses. Um, so I think for the first house, it's definitely a sense of self that gets wounded. Okay. Do you agree, Jill? Any other? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think the other thing with Chiron, it's, it's, it's generally a very early wounding to begin with yes that's us up you know down yeah. the road through our life that that's a really tender spot right yeah so just you know it's like keep ripping the scab off <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's about healing so yeah it's, but that's a process and it doesn't happen overnight and it can be you know there's pain involved that's what we're trying to heal is pain Yep. Okay, so with the sense of self, the example that I found, of course, this is first house. So being angular, it's going to show up in a person's life rather visibly. Okay, and so the example I have for that is Whitney Houston. And we're going to look at these charts after we've gone through the lists. Okay, in the second house, this is security in life. Like literally, is there food on the table? Can you earn a living? Um, and what is valuable, you know, um, yeah. And, and your own self-worth. Yes, self-worth, exactly, exactly. You know, that's, that's a key key thing. I mean, you can, yeah. you know, have a whole problem with, uh, you know, feeling worthy of anything. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and your appearance, how you look, how that you would see be yourself first house. physically. That would be first house. 
We still talking about first house? Yeah, that would, no, we're on the the second house. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, that's okay. That's okay. The first first house, definitely, yeah. The the appearance is, you know, as a superficial thing can be, uh, you know, something that you have to deal with. So a really hard first house Chiron could be, you know, like a disfigurement, which would, you know, like, yeah, and I've got to deal with what? Yeah, that kind of thing. Okay, second house, I have Heath Ledger. That's the one we're going to look at. So third house, this is, uh, from a Hellenistic point of view, this would be siblings, this would be extended family, um, and the example that I have for this one is Donald Trump, which is kind of interesting. Well, and, and also it's, you know, <clears throat> the third house is all, all about your thoughts and words and feeling that you're not heard or, yep. you know, is it, again, you know, what you say has no, no value or, you know. Yeah, it's cut off or it's, or literally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and then when you want to go into the really deep, dark, epigenetic wounding, you put Chiron in the fourth, and you get people like Edgar Allan Poe, (laughs) 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 who wrote some pretty dark stuff. (laughs) And if you look at his chart, which we will, um, you know, he's got one of those concentrated bowl things with not a lot of, um, yeah, outward-looking ability, yeah. And there, of course, you know, the early family yeah. is huge, huge. Yeah. Huge, issue. yeah. You, you might have been abandoned or feel, felt abandoned. Yep, yep. Or, or the black sheep, we're talking about being the black sheep, you might feel like the black sheep of the family. And, yep, yep. Yeah. And it will, again, because it's on an angle, it's going to be very visible out there in the world. Okay, fifth house, creative play, good fortune, freedom to express oneself. Here we have, and again, this is, I'm using whole sign houses. So uh, Nelson Mandela's chart might put his Chiron in a different house, um, but it does put it in the fifth with whole sign. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. it's sort of, you're black and you're chump change. What's that? You're black and you're chump change, like you're... I mean, yeah. It, yeah, it almost should have been in the sixth, but yeah, because that's literally in ancient astrology, that's the house of slaves. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I think it's, you know, and that's your house of creativity. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. unique yeah. self that is being denied, right? You know, it's yeah. like, ta da, I'm here, and uh-huh. whack. Yeah, struggling to have fun and let loose and yes. be childlike, yes. yeah. having, it's hard to, having a hard childhood. Yep, excellent, and, excellent. And life becomes very serious. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, from a very young age. Yep. Okay, sixth house could be with Chiron there, literally, a, uh, you know, a life that has a lot of illness. That could easily be one of them. Or to literally become enslaved in in some sort of service scenario where there's no opportunity to take care of oneself yeah you can you know you can you can be preoccupied with health issues and yeah focus on that too much and yeah and you know it's the least little thing and it's (laughs) a dire emergency Whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, but the other thing with Chiron, I mean, it's not just the wounding part of it. It's mm-hmm. that it is. It does give you the ability to to do some healing yourself. Yes. Not only yeah. for yourself, but for others. So, you know, in the sixth house, it might it might yeah. well 
might well become the wounded healer yes. who is, is able to heal others, but, you know, yeah, still struggles with your own. Yes. Yeah. We all do. <laughs> yes, we do. We do. Um, uh, so the next angle, of course, uh, makes itself very well known. So this is the seventh house, and this is a wound through relationship and slash open enemies, um, which the person themselves may not recognize that, you know, this wounding that they're receiving is actually from an enemy, not somebody that's on their side. Um, and so this is the examples. I have a two of them, Elvis Presley and Canal Reeves, um, yeah, whereas for him, he's just had people die and... Yeah, yeah I think there's a the feeling of rejection, I think, often. Yes. Yep. Others, right? Others. Yep. It could be that parents split up, you know, and that yes. causes that kind of, you know, thing. Yeah. But um, but it can also make you quite, quite empathic. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, again, it makes you sensitive to other people's... Mm-hmm, yeah. I have to, I'm trying to think if I've read anybody's chart that has Chiron in the seventh. That would be difficult. Oh, by the way, <laughs> get married, get wounded. Yay. Well, I suppose you might attract people who have really huge wounds that are, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, okay, Let, let's move on really quickly from that. <laughs> okay, so the eighth house is not much better, though. Okay, so this is a house of trauma and death and loss and debt and, um, you know, yeah, not not a happy, not the worst of the bad houses, but second from the top. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah I mean, if it would be deep, deep stuff to work yeah. through, but working yeah. through it could give you huge oh, depth. Yeah character as well. Yes. And, yeah. You know, really, you know, huge in, insight. Yeah. Others, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. I don't have anybody for that one um, other than I sort of semi-qualify myself, but um, we'll move on from there. Okay. Ninth house. This is the, the, when I thought about this one, this is like being the stranger in a strange land, you know, where yeah. you're the foreigner Okay, whether that be about beliefs or worldview or your politics for some. Yeah, 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 yeah I think it, it, and also, you know, if you're raised in a really strong religious yes. yeah. family, yeah. You know, that yeah. belief system is really... The way, the truth, and the light, and you better not stray. You mm. And you don't quite... Fit. Mm. See it or want to be part of that, and that... Yeah. that be very difficult yeah yeah um but also you know it can make you eternally questing for more knowledge and more yes yeah you know the eternal student and <laughs> yes exactly exactly uh okay so 10th house this is public wounding i qualify <laughs> uh, of course you know when you're young you don't um yeah um, I'm, I'm not, well, I don't think the astrologer who originally cast my chart and handed it to me and said nothing and said, I think you better learn how to read this. I don't think he was necessarily thinking of Chiron. He was probably oh. just thinking about four planets in Scorpio in the eighth. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> think Chiron, I don't think Chiron was that well known back then. No, because this would have been in the 70s. Just, yeah, yeah, it would have actually been before it was discovered, come to think of it. 
Yeah. 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 So, and he thought I had a poopy chart before that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Guess you should trade it in. But uh, yeah, I think there's also there can also be a you know really strong desire to prove yourself worth. Oh yeah. Tenth house. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you felt rejection in childhood or good. So it's a public wounding, and um, in in the sense, like in my own experience, it's, um, uh, yeah, no, I mean, one of my wounds was was literally standing in front of three hundred people on a stage. It's like how more public can you get? Anyway, um, so the character that I've picked for this one is Pablo Picasso, who was able to take the wounding and actually do what Chiron is capable of doing, and that is revealing the pain of his, you know, the the Spanish people that were involved in, you know, horrendous crimes against humanity, and he was able to paint that for them, right? He just put that pain on canvas. Yeah, so you can do really good things with Chiron. Okay, so then we have the 11th house uh, not being accepted by... Uh, the group or good spirit and again so in your particular case Jenna having you couldn't just leave it there right like it the house itself it depends on all those other factors right yeah 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 so yeah Yeah, it's one of those black sheep being different I don't fit in yeah kind of feeling houses yeah and the 12 never feeling quite quite uh like you can relate to people. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it can, give you, it can also give you the capacity for leadership with groups as well. Yes. For sure. Definitely. For sure. Definitely. You know, yeah, there's always a gift in the wound, you know, but yep. doesn't, it's always, not always easy to see it. <laughs> yes. Okay. The 12,000. After Saturn return. Sorry. <laughs> yes. After Saturn return. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It takes, takes at least that long. <laughs> So with the 12th house, the, <laughs> the, the poopiest of all the houses, um, this is confinement, hidden enemies, self-undoing, um, and Michael Jackson, who I don't think he truly understood um, what he was demonstrating out there in the world. I'm pretty sure he didn't have the awareness to understand how wounded he was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's but again, you know, this this is also a house of uh, psychic or intuitive. Yes, or spiritual transcendence, right? Spiritual. You know, yeah. You know, there's yeah, there's there are gifts yeah. there as well in terms of connecting with that. Mm-hmm. Spiritual. Mm-hmm. Yes, That's exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so in his case, he was you know at such a young age he was forced. Oh. center stage and he was a very sensitive mm-hmm. person you know he did 12th house is also the house of retreat you yes. know you need to be able to get you know quiet and in your own space and he wouldn't have had that no he wouldn't have yeah yeah i think that's why he created Neverland. Neverland. Like, that's like the ultimate escape, <laughs> the ultimate yes, exactly. fantasy. He was trying to, you know, heal and that childlike. Wound. And childlike, you know, so never, yeah. yeah, truly understanding how early the wound or how deep it is. Yeah. 
Okay, so now if we add the next layer of nuance, of course, um, we paint an even bigger picture. So um, we could go backwards through the houses with the signs. Okay, so let's say you had Aries in the 12th house with Chiron. Okay, well, so that would be like the not abil the the inability to initiate the need for that time out. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and yeah, and not not being able to tap into your own um, assertiveness or your own yeah to go no no I need this time yeah not being able to you know, put that energy out there because Aries is a very out there kind of sign. Yeah. Like, Boom and and it would yeah I mean that would be difficult Aries in the yeah. twelfth and like anything in, in Aries in the twelfth would be difficult <laughs> <laughs> and like Mars in the twelfth <laughs> yes exactly and that is currently for anybody listening that is where Chiron is right now it is in Aries and so folks that are born yeah anyway okay so now we have Taurus. The, the wound of values and self-esteem and all of that in the 11th house. Mm -hmm. So the audience you get is the wrong audience. They're, they don't have the same values as you. Um, what else could we say? Yeah, that's a tricky one. Not being able to make money um, with like-minded people or uh, okay. you know, not, yeah, meeting, yeah. not meeting the right people to get the right job, never feeling you're in the right place at the right time, like in your career. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. Jill? Yeah, and needing, needing group approval, you know, yes. for, you know, to have a sense of self-worth. You know. Yes, yeah. It's like you're, you put your idea out there and the crowd just goes, where did you come from? And, and and having difficulty finding uh, groups with similar values. Yes, yeah. Right? Because then you don't fit in. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Okay, so now we're going to put uh, Gemini on the 10th. So you're out there. You're going to speak your speak. And, you know, you're booed off the stage. Or... Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, with, with Chiron and Gemini, you may have difficulty with... Language, literally. ...expressing your ideas well anyway, or... Yeah, yeah. ...feeling understood, or... Could this yeah. be like dyslexia, or that kind of thing, well, I'm wondering? Well, can, there can be all kinds of things that yeah. you can have. Yeah, But not feeling comfortable... Speaking. Yes, being, yeah, out there. Exactly. Just, yeah. You are speaking to me. <laughs> I have Gemini in the 10th house and it's not well aspected to Chiron. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't do well speaking in crowds. I can do it with a small group, but it's like, why, why would I put myself through that? Yeah, well, yeah. I'm yeah. not. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and you may have had, you know, painful experiences where you've, you know, been in a public setting where you had to say something and we're embarrassed or did yeah, something didn't go well yeah okay so now we put cancer early in your life right mm -hmm. yeah okay so cancer now is on the ninth house and so you know um 
the whole family sense of safety and security, what they use for that, um, the belief system, the religious affiliation or the political affiliation or any of that kind of stuff is just not working for you. And is yeah, and my house can, can kind of be extended family, like aunts and uncles, and mm-hmm. that kind of. So you could have had some wounding through those. Or kind foreign, of- you could be, you know, constantly yeah. being moved and feeling insecure, cancer, in all these. Or you could be, um, um, you know, you change mothers, for instance, right? You know, like you're taken by the dad and you get mother number one and mother number two, or maybe going through the social services, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah, Knight's House, you, you know, we're talking cancer. Yeah, cancer on the ninth you, with yeah, Chiron. Cancer's all about home and family. Yeah, so on the ninth, it could be you know your ship from That's pillar to post. Land basically, even in your own family, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. For or your family is you know very close with the church, and you don't relate to that. Yeah, or you have a wounding experience. Yeah. Um, yeah, with religion yeah. and family being entrenched in those beliefs. Yeah, and, and you know, if it, if Chiron's in cancer, then you may not feel comfortable anywhere but in your own home. Yes, yeah. Yeah, travel might not be or your you may never feel at home. <laughs> uh, okay, so now we put uh, Leo on the 8th. Leo, 8th house is just not fun. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Your dad dies too soon. Damn. <laughs> you know, uh, you loved him dearly and he just left like. Uh. Well, and also, you know, Leo's all about, you know, having pride in yourself and, yep. you know, that kind of stuff. And yeah, it could be a, a very difficult placement for Cairo. Oh, yeah. And, be in the eighth house yeah for sure yeah that special acclaim is not the kind you want a lot of criticism for for as a child doing child Ah, things right the um the uh child of pablo escobar leo ninth chiron yeah like what do you mean my dad's a mafia person who kills people and is going to jail and yeah yeah, but I mean, you could you could feel guilty for you know playing for you yeah know. Or, or or actually being playing with somebody who dies. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. I had um, in one of my counseling scenarios um, for PTSD, I had a woman in that group who was she was five years old when her three year old brother died. They were playing in a um, dugout basement, and the wall collapsed. And she was blamed at five years old. There you go. Yeah, there's an eighth house Chiron. Even yeah. without that kind of drama involved. Yes. Lose, yeah. Losing losing someone when you are just a child is. Yeah. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, your specialness is just completely fogged over by the rest of the family dealing with whatever the trauma or tragedy was yeah yeah 
Yeah. yeah. That could be a wound that my sister has, actually, um, because she was like six years old when her older brother died. Yeah. yeah. And so she always talks about raising herself. Right? Well, I think at, yeah. even adults have a hard time dealing with oh, uh, yeah. the concept of death. So as a child, my, yeah. my youngest daughter, my, her, their cat just died. And of course, they've got a five, almost five-year-old little boy. Right. This uh, is the first thing that first lost in his, you know, his life. little life. Yeah. <laughs> Try and explain that to us. Oh, I know, I know. I remember yeah. stepping on my goldfish that had jumped out of the tank at night. <laughs> yeah. But even a little, when you're a child, yeah. something like, it is devastating. Yeah, because, it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so now we're putting um, Virgo on the 7th. I think I missed Leo. Or not Leo. No, it's, Libra. it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. So Virgo on the 7th. Well, I think, yeah, you could have been uh, a lot of criticism, feel, mm. felt very criticized and maybe even humiliated by other people. Yeah. Early on in your life. Yep. Mm -hmm. Maybe overgiving. Yes. Um, in relationships. Yeah. Like trying to be like, the saving someone with that Pisces ascendant. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to heal that wound over and over again by being of service or being in a job like caretaking, yeah, uh, nursing and just feeling like, yep. oh, if I keep going this, I'm going to feel, you know, fulfilled in some way. I'm going to heal my wound. Yeah. Yeah. And, and hyper concerned about health, your own health and yep. that kind of stuff, you know, that can have create problems in relationships as yep. well yep. or or over caring for someone else yeah from that perspective worrying yeah. about health too much is a, that would be difficult as well mm -hmm. needing your needing your partner to to need you mm -hmm. not to yeah. watch you but be reliant on or trying to keep them organized and, oh god yeah being their <laughs> oh, personal no. assistant <laughs> yeah like, you know, if, if they're not quite organized enough, then they may feel they're doing fine in that department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that could be a problem. <laughs> so, <laughs> and expectations, basically, of yourselves in relationships. In relationships, yep. Okay, so now we're going to put Libra in the sixth house of fairness and uh, justice and balance. So to have that wounded your sense of the aesthetically rightness of the world. Oh, that's got to be ugly, having Chiron no. and Libra. Hmm, you know, I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, but also just the whole thing of balance. Yeah, yeah. Like always be um, wrong-footed, right? Like not, God, how would that work? Libra in. Well, I think always trying to try to be the peacekeeper with yes, whom, yeah, like in the workplace or yep, uh, you know, on a day to day basis. And basis. and good luck with that. I mean, you're trying, oh my God. trying to keep a balance, which is impossible to yeah. do. And yeah, be so your nerves being just on jar. Absolutely, and air, yeah. Sign, yeah. air signs tend to have that highlighted anyway. So yeah, exactly. Definitely. Yeah system and you know from a health perspective that oh yeah paper would be kidneys as well yeah yeah we don't vote anybody gets that one and it's another 
25 well, years before no. Chiron's in Libra anyway. It takes about 50 years for it to do a lap. So, yeah, we're not birthing anybody right now with Chiron in Libra. Okay, so <laughs> what's that? Any of these positions are going to be there for a lot of people. You could also yeah. be a good counselor. You could work as a counselor. Or a judge. Yeah, judge or in the that law. Good, yeah, That would be a good um, work option for someone with Chiron and Libra. Yeah, yeah it would be. Others. Yep. Okay, so Scorpio in the fifth. Ouch. That's about as much fun as uh, Leo in the 10th. <laughs> Leo in the 8th, you meant. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is, um, you know, experiencing the heights and depths of human, what's possible from rapture to trauma um, as a child. Um, and so it would just strip you of your play. Yeah. Yeah, playing yeah. might be just a Chiron, concept. I don't know. Yeah, with Chiron in, in Scorpio, it's like your your awareness of attach of attachment and loss is can be quite huge. Yeah, it would just snuff out the sense of childhood yeah. play. Yeah, and you know that. Yeah, it's going to start in your childhood because that's the fifth house, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe romanticizing uh, pain a bit. You know, in the fifth house, romanticize, like kind of see like an angsty teenager and saying that the only way they can express themselves is through, mm. uh, through kind of, I don't know, the, the moodiness. Would this songs? be goth? Would, would Chiron <laughs> yeah, have been? Goth. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Yeah. Would caught, yeah. Would, so what, when was the years that goth was a thing? I think the late 90s is when it became. So yeah, that that I is almost twenty five years from now, before but, but, it might have been Chiron in Scorpio when Goth really took off. Yeah, yeah, and also the mm. Uh, mm. there was that period in 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 when we were younger mm -hmm. when they had all those songs about you know the they died in a car crash. You know, oh like yes, yes, that, yeah. All, yeah, it's all about you know. Yeah, love will be ended because you know they you know the car crashed. Oh my God, they were just awful. <laughs> but there was a whole there's a whole bunch of them in that period. So this, I, I'm I'm Death. I'm hearing another um, episode in what in our discussion here where we're going to look at the generations and their Chiron placements. Yes. Okay. So now we have Sagittarius in the fourth with Chiron. I'll be right back. I'll be back for the third house. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, um, fourth house, of course, is family. And uh, yeah, it was sad. And your family might have moved, had to move a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, one country to another or whatever. And that, that can be very difficult for a, a child. Yeah. I mean, it yep. can be great, but you know, if it depends on other things in the chart, if you have other... Yeah, yeah, because that's a, that's a Jupiter, you know, connection. So that may not be, um, but it's always relative, right? A wound is a wound, doesn't matter, you know, yeah, for the person that has that wound. And again, this could be that whole religious, you know, like waking up to find that you're part of a tribe that eats people and going, what? 
<laughs> but also, yeah, it could also, you know, have to do with truth, you know, yes. like not yeah. feeling like being aware that the truth is not being not hearing the truth somewhere in the family and it, that can be crazy making. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. You know, the whole thing with beliefs and, you know, your yeah. beliefs clashing with the other, the rest of the family, all of that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And your vision of the world. Ah, yes. How you yeah. see the world. Right? Yeah. Um, and that can be part of the wounding there. Yeah. And, so if you, for instance, had... Uh, you know, like Jupiter in Pisces, and you've got Chiron in Sag in the fourth, um, you know, the fact that you see your angel in a family that's brick and mortar. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, well, and I yeah. think of very, very tiny children do see. Oh, sure. Not, exactly. Exactly. Told, no, that's not what you're seeing. <laughs> yeah, that, that can be very wounding. Cause, yeah, you know, yeah. It shuts down a piece of you. That exactly, exactly, yeah. And uh, not being able to hear your, your your own truth and your inner guidance and all that kind of stuff because it doesn't fit you know, the, yeah, the, the family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so she wanted us to kind of hold. So this would be Capricorn in the third. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so pretty much not being able to say what you need to say when you need to say it and having absolutely no control over your own voice. Yeah, yeah. my Mercury's in there too, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 but um, yeah, that's where my Chiron is in Capricorn. Yeah, in same here, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, it is, it's uh, never feeling like what you say is okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's, you know, and having to shut it down, basically. Yeah. So we are on the third house, Jenna. And, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, because both Jill and I have Capricorn Chirons. You know, mine's in the 10th, hers is in the third. Is your, Do you uh, have Chiron in Capricorn? No. Yes. No. Me? Yeah. In Cancer. In Cancer. Right. You're opposite yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we have our Chirons are looking at each other. Oh, yeah. I can see your wound. Oh, oh, I want what you have. No, no you, you don't. Have. Absolutely not. <laughs> also, the whole thing of, you know, discipline and, and yeah. order. And, Who's the authority? Know, and Basically, yeah, keeping yeah. things in a box, which, you know, is really difficult when you're talking about self-expression you know expressing yeah, yeah third house self-expression yeah thinking your own thoughts and expressing them and yeah you know well that's not okay or yeah whereas and, if you put that that same need to um be in control of your own life and you put it up on the 10th and someone takes that control away yeah mm -hmm. okay <laughs> You get really cynical and well, and also I think in my case, like I had a mother who had a Sun yeah. Saturn, Saturn, yes. Sun Saturn conjunction, but I mean she used to say things like "life is grim, life is earnest." <laughs> oh God, see that would, I, that's me as a mother. Yeah. That's me hearing, as a mother. Yeah, hearing that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's, 
really huge programming and very wounding. Yes. Like, yeah. You know, or, or she'd say, "There's always something to enjoy out of life." It's like, <laughs> so I, you know, thanks, mom. <laughs> So on that so note, I'm here. <laughs> so on that note, I raised two stepsons, right? And <clears throat> as a moon in Capricorn with Chiron on the tenth, this was my parenting style. Anything short of killing you only makes you tougher. <laughs> God. I was not your go-to mom. <laughs> I was the boot camp mom. Not a good, okay. not a good, not a good look. Not a good look. Yeah. So I, yeah. I now apologize profusely to both the boys whenever I see them, you know, like if, if I had more money, I would send you to counseling just to get over me. Yeah. But anyway. Huh. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <awful>. <laughs> anyway, okay. So moving on, um, Aquarius in the second, this one I'm kind of curious about because Aquarius is one of those signs that I struggle with. Hmm. hmm. She says, Jill. It can be a little elusive. Um, Having sun in Aquarius, I'd say I struggle with it a bit myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> of that damn Chiron. <laughs> um, yeah, because it rules. See, if you've got Chiron in either one, it's going to affect the house next door. When you're Aquarius. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you know, again, it, you're talking like, to stand so out to to actually draw the line and go. Wait a minute, this is me. That's how yeah. I. See, yeah, this you is know, me. Again, the, values, the values. If your values don't fit with the group values, right? yeah, yeah. You know, because well, we, we, we live in a very consensus-driven society. Right? Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. You know, Being the odd man out is not fun. No. Not not fun. No, no, no. matter where you. Yeah, yeah. Chiron and Aquarius. Yeah, your uniqueness is not valued. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. Mm -hmm. So then, in the second house, that would affect self-esteem and all the rest yeah. of that. And yeah. also maybe not having a normal or a traditional attitude to um, you know money. Yeah, yeah. And, Possessions. Yes, and possessions, and because it's an air sign, you know, yeah, connection with others and all that kind of stuff can be much more valuable to you than, than, you know, material good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Maybe having a obsession with pyramid schemes or um, alternative, you know, ways of making money, like through groups that you desperately want to be a part of. But, uh, you know, in the end, they're not really looking out for you. <laughs> That's possible. Yeah. 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 And also, you know, Aquarius likes the truth. You know, again, a bit like Sagittarius there. You yeah. know, so, you know, being sensitive to, you know, when you're being lied to and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. So last but not least, Pisces on the first with Chiron. Mm. Well, yeah, that's ramping up that whole disappeared. <laughs> the disappeared. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was bad enough having having Neptune near my ascendant. I could do invisible really well. <laughs> Being I Pisces think, and Chiron, yeah. yeah. Pisces, yeah. I think that, yeah, that's yeah. um, that's a tough one. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, yeah. 
It would be easy to be um, sucked into something without recognizing the danger, especially when you're young. Yeah, and your and extreme sensitivity. Oh, that would be ugly. Pisces, Pisces, Virgo, it's the health axis, so yeah, health issues. Codependence, codependent axis. Function based than anything else with yeah, and a whole lot of guilt. Like oh, guilt would be, oh. you know, yeah. you you can probably feel guilty for, you know, existing. Living. Yeah. First house. Feeling like Sense a wallflower. Yeah. Well, yeah. deeper than that, deeper than that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, the gift in that they would be fabulous counselors. If oh, they, yeah. Yeah. If they're you know, able to come out of has, their. Has the compassion and, and yeah. that they have themselves for others, you know, and they feel that oneness with others right i wonder you know one of the best examples of that might have been um what's her face the nun in india mother Teresa. yeah i have no idea but that would make sense for her character and what she did and yeah okay so um last but not least we might not even get to the charts but we might okay so we know that if this Chiron is angular, that we're probably definitely going to see it because most of the charts that I found were had Chiron angular, um, and so you you see the wound. Um, but the other thing that colors it is a who rules the sign. So, for instance, with Aries, it would be it will affect your Mars. Um, and so you go through the traditional planets and, um, you know, so for instance, with our Chirons being in Capricorn, we look to Saturn and that will be part of the wound. Um, okay. So I think with the sun, also, hmm? you know, primary importance is going to be the aspects. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So if you've got Chiron aspecting the sun, that's literally like the light of the soul could get extinguished by a, a deep wound. Yeah, this would not be good. Uh, moon, your whole sense of safety and security. So that'll be part of yours. It's part of mine because my moon is Absolutely. conjunct Chiron. Yep. A Mercury speaking language. You've got Chiron in the same house as your Mercury. Venus, justice and values. Um, and how you do relationship. Mars, your ability to assert yourself. So, you know, this is uh, Chiron in Scorpio or Aries. Uh, Jupiter, the joy of being. That would be those Sages and those Pisces. You know, just the exuberance of being could get squished. Um, and then with Saturn, of course, it's self-control and boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we, shall we look at some charts? Do we have time? Yes, we do. We have 14 minutes. Woohoo. All right. Where are we here? Oh, no. Wait a minute. Cancel, cancel, cancel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have to do that first. There we go. Okay. So I did put together a bit of a graphic that people can see on my website um, with some of the big issues that Chiron can represent is abandonment, being orphaned, because that's what happened to him when he was born, uh, different from the tribe, um, he was gentle and peaceful rather than wild in nature, 
Um, and he was definitely skilled in the arts healer. He was considered uh, by some to be an astrologer as well. And at the end of his life, he sacrificed his immortality uh, to release somebody else from their pain. But then he was wounded and would like some, you know, relief from his own pain. Yeah, so. By doing so, he became one of the constellations. Of yes. So he yeah. got immortality. Yes, but in a, but not in the physical form. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. We're going to start with that wonderful writer, Edgar Allan Poe. And, uh, you know, there he has that um, Chiron in the fourth in Aquarius. Um, and so channeling some really deep, interesting, entertaining. If you've ever read any of his stuff, it was very dark. Um, well, it's so, actually in the third as well, which is the writing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and, and conjunct Mercury, exactly. And <laughs> yeah, and, and with that uh, Saturn in Sag, so the world view, um, yeah. Well, yeah, and Sun, Sun Mercury in Capricorn is dark. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, okay. Now the next one I have is Michael Jackson. And, you know, so his Chiron in the 12th, again in Aquarius, I hadn't noticed that. So we got two Aquarian mm -hmm. where that, hello, see me, mm -hmm. you know, um, like you were saying, he got foisted out. And again, look at that. His Saturn is in Sag too. Now, isn't that yeah, interesting? Look at that. And they were born like centuries apart. Wow. But his, his Chiron is a part of a T-square as well with yes. Mars. Uh, Queen and, at Mars. And Venus. Yeah. Venus, the opposition with Venus to yeah. me, Leo, I mean, I probably didn't feel loved at all. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and Pluto conjunct the son in the seventh house, you know, his father, you know, basically ran his life until yeah. he got free of him. Yep. And then, yeah, the sensitivity moon conjunct Pisces. Whoa. Yeah, very sensitive. Yeah, um, the ascendant. Yeah, sensitive fellow. Yeah, yeah. Far too sensitive for the kind of life that uh, his father had in mind for him. Yeah, that yeah that he orchestrated. Yeah, yeah. So, had son in Virgo, very self-critical to begin with. So, mm -hmm. well, and and dad that, would have taught him how to be that critical. The perfectionist yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, not with able that, to take action. Yeah, with the Chiron and Mars. Yeah, square. Square, like yeah, yeah. And this, uh, you know, like Moon Pisces ascendant ruling the fifth house of being a child. That was just washed away. That wasn't even part of it. Yeah. Okay. Next one up is Canal Reeves. This guy has had heck of a luck with re with relationships he's had people die and commit suicide and all sorts of not fun things um you know and so he he definitely doesn't um i mean the things that have happened in his life are quite well known yet when you see him you don't see it yeah. which is which is interesting <laughs> Chiron is part of the Grand Trine, but it's opposing all that Virgo. Yeah. Really. Yeah. 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 So he carries his wound quite deeply inside. Yeah. Yeah. We do not see it. 
but we hear about it, right? Because he's a public figure in terms of the people that he's lost. The enhancers. Uh, yeah. Sense again the sensitivity when trying to. Yeah. Um, wouldn't. Yep. Sorry. Wouldn't we see? Wouldn't we see it with Chiron on the descendant? Um, I don't know. Do you see it when you see Canal Reeves? Well, certainly, is it, it would be experienced by his partners and his relationships. They know about it. Sure. Yeah. 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 I don't know. He's such a humble guy for exactly. being such a superstar. So yep. that's the first thing I see. But yeah, I think I definitely see his Cairo, but I don't know. If, yeah, I see his sympathy and his and yeah. his empathetic well, nature. Yeah. Well, I think the, the the Virgo is it's not it's not like Leo. It's not an out there kind of sign. And yeah, that's exactly. Especially exactly. with the Cancer Moon. I mean, he's more of a private guy and not. Yeah, yeah. His craft is definitely probably is why he's out there. But yeah, yeah. Like his ability to do his craft, uh, first house Virgo like that, and and to portray very powerful people. You know, yeah. And and Mercury conjunct the Sun ruling the midheaven too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a Kazim. What they call a Kazimi Mercury. So it's an elevated Mercury. And Mercury already is elevated in the sense that it is exalted and in its own rulership. So well, Megamind, Megamind. Mercury, mega mind, mega mind. <laughs> and Mercury conjunct both Sun and Uranus very closely. Oh, both. God, yeah, yeah. Retrograde Mercury. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he would be a mind to be like, <gasps> hi. <laughs> he should be, yeah. Ha, cool. Um, okay. <laughs> so good old Donald, you know, what created yeah. Donald? <laughs> um, you know, and so one of the things to remember, of course, with Trump is he was born on an eclipse. And that just throws people out onto the stage with eclipse things. Doesn't necessarily make them healthy or functional, but it, yeah. And so, of course, here we have Chiron in Libra, conjunct Jupiter. His Venus is in the 12th house, conjunct Saturn. Yeah, there's his misogyny, Venus, Saturn, Cancer, uh, which came about from probably third house Chiron, Jupiter, I'm guessing. What do you think, Jill? I think you got a different time for him than I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have 10.54 a.m., but again, I'm I'm using whole sign. So his ascendant at 29 Leo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So me. that could easily throw that. Because it it's totally, it's so different from. Yeah. 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 See, you would put the Venus Saturn probably in the 11th house and, and the sun in the 10th. Yeah. I yeah. So. Yeah. And so that Chiron could easily be in the second house, but it would still be in Libra. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But to me it it's sort of um whatever was portrayed in his childhood in terms of equity between the sexes. Yeah, was not a good portrayal. Well, and he he his wounding came early on with his dad. Yeah. His dad bully. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got sun trining that, although it's a wide trine to uh, Chiron Jupiter. 
and then moon in uh, the, the fifth house, the, conjunct the south node. South node does limit, right? It just like pulls this limiting force together. Yeah. So the, he was not the special child that I think he needed to be. Well, yeah, I don't think his, his parents did special for children. Yeah, no. No. So, you know, I mean, his, his older brother drank himself to death because he couldn't deal with it. So, Donald. Oh, yeah, not a functional family here. <laughs> Donald had to be tough to survive it, right? Yeah. So, you know, there's always a reason for behavior. Yeah, yeah, there um, is. And, you know, Mars on the Ascendant. He, yep. He, he needed that Mars to survive his childhood, <laughs> really. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Jupiter and Chiron in the third house, it's like his identity in the world, like, you know, through the news, through media, he's just like this big wound. Yes, he is actually, you to know, people American who are, culture. are yeah. yeah, yeah, good and point. And in my system, that's in the second house, so it's his self-worth. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's trying. But either one makes sense. Either one makes sense. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, the media thing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And and that's a stationary Jupiter, so Yes, powerful. very powerful. Ruling his moon sign, so. Yeah, and this yeah. is an eclipse, and that always gets people up onto the stage of life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, next one. We're down to four goodbye, minutes. Goodbye, Donald. So, yeah, goodbye, Donald. Exactly. Yay. So here's this is Pablo Picasso, um, who uh, painted the, um, you know, the Spanish War scenario that happened before the Second World War. And uh, there it is up there, you know, Chiron, Jupiter, Neptune, Saturn. That's a huge Taurus piece. A lot of Taurus yeah. energy there. Yeah, a lot, a lot. Yeah. And opposite the Scorpio, I mean Scorpio Sun. I mean yep. he's a stubborn guy. <laughs> yeah, and yet he's got Venus and Libra, so he was able to actually put it out there as art, which is kind yeah. of amazing. And yeah. the Leo ascendant, so he's got you know all that fixity in his. Yeah, yeah. He's got that charm. Had lots of ladies. Yes, he did. He did. He did. He did. Yeah. And he was able to depict the wound. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Again, we're down to three minutes. Okay. Whitney Houston, another sort of like um, Michael Jackson, Saturn uh, in the 12th house, but Chiron is on the first. Right. So who am I? Who am I? Yeah. Not knowing herself, not knowing herself, not like using that uh, Mercury-Pluto, um, you know, other people telling her who she was. Yeah. Wow. That totally makes sense. The song, I Will Always Love You. That's Whitney Houston, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is Pisces. Yeah. It's also, <laughs> also very fun. <laughs> On Venus and Leo's yep. in the sixth, that. yeah, <laughs> or Moon Jupiter, Moon Jupiter ruling that Chiron, right? Yeah. But look at the T square there: Sun, Venus, uh, opposite Saturn, and squaring Neptune, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, she had a wonderful voice, but yeah, pretty tortured soul, I'd say. Yes, I would yeah. say so too. Yeah. 
Okay, do I have somebody else? I think so. We're down to just a minute and change. Okay, so Heath Ledger, which oh, I hate it when these really good actors leave too soon. It's like, come on. So again, Chiron in Taurus in the second, so a self-esteem thing. Uh, where's Venus? Venus is in, yeah, all that stuff in the 12th house opposite Saturn. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, ouch, Chiron ouch. in Taurus in the second. Very, very. Yeah. self unstable internet connection god stop that come back <laughs> yeah so we come by our wounds and the wounds are in a person's chart uh they are definitely there um i think we're going to wrap this up but i think this is a topic that we will come back to so next week on the show we will be looking at uh what's up for the month of april all of you spiritually inclined people april is your month in the meantime and, and thank you jenna year, everybody because we're starting a new year with, with yeah. we are tomorrow happy is astrological the, new year exactly okay thank you jenna thank you jill we'll see you next week in the meantime you have been listening to cjmp 90.1 fm community radio in the kathat region and we will see you next week bye bye